Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y for 67369. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Join us on the Chinwag Podcast every Wednesday where we trade the banal and the boring for the super strange and bizarre. They committed human sacrifice? I did bring up human sacrifice, yes. You sure did. <laughs> that just went by fast. Kind of casually tossed that out. I would like to have an alien uh, hatchet young inside. Holy shit, really? She saw world peace and I saw demons coming out of the wall. I will say that there was a green couch outside of the principal's office and you sat on it if you had lice or if you got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they wake you up from the goo pods to live in reality, and you're naked and screaming. It's like... (laughs) Follow us for free on Apple Podcasts and all major podcast platforms. For more information, go to chinwagpod.fm and find enlightenment through our Instagram or TikTok at chinwagpod or on Twitter at chinwag underscore pod. 
r slash is a hilarious podcast where dabney bailey uses ridiculous voices and emotions to read aloud the week's craziest reddit posts he reenacts various reddit threads covering wild stories and secrets petty revenge relationships and much more so if you're looking for a daily distraction and a laugh check out r slash wherever you get your podcasts you know how we're back in the back in the cage uh, when we do Nick Cage movies, I was thinking for Sandler, we could be back in the sandbox. Certainly not quicksand. I thought you were going <laughs> well to say back in the sandal. Back in the sandal? Like saddle, but sandal. sandal. Sandals are really like terrible footwear. Like terrible design, if you think about it. All sandals? I think so. You live in constant fear that your foot will just slide right through? Oh, to the other side. What? I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying to decipher what the fuck you're talking about. I just think it's a poorly designed piece of footwear. Because it's not all that comfortable. It's not all that functional. I just think sandals are bad. It's functional. The function is to keep your feet as aerated as possible. Oh, no. Cover those things up. Not a feet person. Your picks have been horrible, man. That's the point. That's the point of the show. Isn't, isn't it? it? Isn't, isn't it? it? It's isn't possible. It? I don't understand what this podcast is about. Poppycock. It's a fuckhouse. On a weekly basis, we are consuming more concentrated bad movies than probably anybody in the history of mankind. Poppycock. What story? What story? <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you want lunch? I have yet to laugh in this movie. I'll just tell you that. You picked it, motherfucker. <laughs> Just remember that. You know the problem with Hollywood is? They make shit. Unbelievable, unremarkable shit. I was legitimately offended. You were I offended? Was a, I was offended. I didn't know you could get offended. I was offended. This did it. If I were gay, I wouldn't be offended. <laughs> They're fucking making shit up, I mean! Inconsequential detail after inconsequential yeah. detail after inconsequential detail. Please don't lie. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I'm Here holding a mic in my hands and now I'm talking yeah. all night. Cinephobe podcast. We break down the movies you're afraid to admit you love. I'm Zach Harper. That's Amin Al Hassan. That's Anthony Mays. If you have a submission under 40%, 40% or lower on Rotten Tomatoes for the audience or critic score. This week on Cinephobe, we watched the 2012 comedy That's My Boy. Not a part of the Rental Wars. This one was on Stars. You're welcome. It was for me, baby. The Rental what? Wars never stop. Oh, man. This is six rentals in a row for Maze. Oh man, Jeez. you gotta expense that Maze. But the funny thing is, for the the price of like the last, I don't know how many rentals, you could have just had stars, right? <laughs> you might as like just get stars, man. I feel like I don't need to subsidize it because I can just write this off as charity. That's true. You can do that. This movie stars Addy, or what is the name? Andy Samberg. Why do I have Addy Samberg? <laughs> I, mean, I can't ah! type lately. 
Addy Sandberg and Adam Sandler. We're back in the sandbox. Sandbox? Back in the saddle. Back in the sandal. Andy Sandberg had a bunch of Lonely Island videos popping up in 2010 and 11 for Saturday Night Live. He was in Friends with Benefits in 2011. And uh, Grown Ups 2 in 2013. Past Cinephobe. Sandler was coming off Grown Ups 1 in 2010. Had Just Go With It and Jack and Jill in 2011. And he'd have Hotel Transylvania in 2012. And of course, Grown Ups 2 in 2013. How many Sandler movies is this now? Like four? He's rapidly. He's climbing. He's only at three. He's It's Grown Ups 2, Deuce Bigelow, and That's My Boy. That's My Boy also stars Leighton Meester from Gossip Girl. Vanilla Ice from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> James Caan from Eraser. Uh, Milo Ventimiglia from The Killing Season. I don't know who that is. Grown Ups 2, Gilmore Girls, This Is Us. Who's he in Grown Ups 2? He's one of the frat boys. Oh. Blake Clark, who's in almost every Happy Madison movie. Don't know who that is. Uh, Rachel Dratch, Nick Swartzen, Will Forte, Tony Orlando, Ciara, uh, Eva Amuri Martino, and Susan Sarandon, her mom, Baron Davis, Rich Eisen, and Dan Patrick. And the Danettes. Oh, the Danettes in it too? Are they the crew? They're the crew, yeah. Uh, of course. All right. Uh, that's my boys, directed by Sean Anders. Yeah, that's right, Boogie. Sean Anders. Oh, the dude from Workaholics? No. No, 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 no. He directed Sex Drive, Daddy's Home, Daddy's Home 2, Instant Family, and Horrible Bosses 2. No way! And he wrote She's Out of My League, Hot Tub Time Machine, We're the Millers, and Dumb and Dumber 2. So, mixed bag here. Really? But some hits. I was watching We're the Millers the other night, man. Damn, that movie's funny, man. It's a good one. That is a good one. Does that qualify? It doesn't. I checked. Oh, damn. When he calls her Meryl Streep. <laughs> Black cock down. Wait, real nuanced acting there, Meryl Streep. Where did it disappear in the character? David Caspi wrote, That's My Boy. He wrote 18 episodes of a show called Marry Me that starred Ken Marino. He also wrote and helped create Black Mondays with Don Cheadle. That show's amazing. That dude wrote that? I've only seen the pilot, but the pilot was great. Yeah, he also wrote Happy Endings. He created Happy Endings. Yeah, 58 episodes of Happy Endings, uh, which is solid. It's a which solid is a show. good show that yeah. slipped through the cracks. And this is his only movie script. And <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> he stayed in TV. A synopsis for That's My Boy is, while in his teens, Donnie fathered a son, Todd, and raised him as a single parent until Todd's 18th birthday. Now Donnie resurfaces just before Todd's wedding after years apart, sending the groom-to-be's world crashing down. Okay. Tagline, everyone has a teenage crush. Donnie's went a little too far 30 years later, dot, dot, dot. That's not a tagline. That's a synopsis. How about this for the other tagline? The story of a child, dot, 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 and his son. Now, that's a tagline. That's a tagline, yeah. $70 million estimated budget. Unreal. It grossed $36.9 million U.S., $57.7 million worldwide. More like, that's my flop, boys. Where does $70 million go in that movie? That's a great question. Renting the house? Jump into this movie before listening to the rest of the podcast. That's My Boy is available on Stars. Unless you're maze, then you have to rent it. It receives a 20% from critics on 115 reviews. Ow. And 51% from the audience on over 121,000 ratings. 51%? 51. Man, he's always skewed. Sandler is always way bigger with the audience than with the critics. Sandler files. Right. 
Sandlerites? Sandalinians. Sandalinians, that's what it is. I mean, do you want the positive or the negative reviews? I'm so devoid of any sort of patience or energy for this. <laughs> Fuck it. The positives. <laughs> you do you sound a little affected. It's just it was just I mean It's a really long movie. Uh, and it just and it's not even a movie that pay, forget about the time. It doesn't pace well. No, it doesn't. It feels like a long movie. It feels every yeah. bit as long as it is. That's what she said. Well, everybody's just thinking about the negative. Well, I think the, the glass is half full. Everybody thinks it's half empty. Positive reviews. Ben Kenigsberg of Time Out. The basic joke keeps on giving, and the sweetness of the parent-child bonding scenes plays well. Fuck you. Or Chris Hewitt of Empire Magazine UK. Not nearly as terrible as burped out sandler disasters of recent years there's enough funny stuff here to remind us of his talent fuck you i like burped out <laughs> jim shembry of 3aw say what you like about sandler his fans simply ignore all critical contempt his ability to get a-list talent to dive into his comic world is extraordinary leeton meester deserves a special bravery award for signing up to do this fuck you <laughs> mark ellis of schmoes no Let's talk about Sandler because he's doing a character here. You wonder, is it going to be a little Nicky thing, Jack and Jill, where it gets annoying? No, I laughed and never got sick of this character. Ugh, fuck you. Gary Walcott of Tri-City Herald. Everything about That's My Boy is offensive. I cannot explain why I liked it. I guess even playing an offensive, vile, self-centered cretin, Sandler is likable. Nice try, but fuck you. L. Thompson of E! Online. Adam Sandler just might have made the funniest movie of his career, a dysfunctional father-son comedy that also rather astutely comments on the public's perception of Sandler himself. Oh, just go fuck yourself. Willie Waffle of WaffleMovies.com. The funniest movie Adam Sandler has made since 50 First Dates. Oh, what a sentence that is. Is that a positive or a negative? It's a, po <laughs> a positive from Willie Waffle. He might have waffled on it. I don't know. Willie? Won't he? Chris Hewitt of St. Paul Pioneer Press. That's right. Chris Hewitt wrote two. He also wrote the Empire Magazine UK one. But of the St. Paul Pioneer Press, if you're not a Sandler fan, it won't change your mind. But if you wish he'd return to the gleeful weirdness of Happy Gilmore, your wish has been granted. It was gleeful. I guess. I don't know. I, I can't I can't comment. I mean, he's right. I'm not a Sandler fan, and this didn't change my mind. Negative reviews. At this point of time, my thought on critics not liking stuff is, then turn it off, you fucking weirdo. You have so many options. People who watch an entire project to hate on it, man, it is so weird to me. Andrew O'Hare of Salon.com. It points you toward the irresistible conclusion that for all his success, Sandler feels only contempt for his audience and tremendous insecurity about his own stature in the comedy universe. I didn't get all that from this movie, but... <laughs> Sure, dude, whatever. James Rochi of MSN Movies. If someone told you about almost every joke in That's My Boy, you would think they were either a sociopath or a budding serial killer. Richard Roper of richardroper.com. Mr. Roper, Mr. Roper. Vulgar, tasteless, mean-spirited, and most offensive of all, not funny. Yeah, on the money. Eric D. Snyder of film.com. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to watch something funnier than That's My Boy. It's a video of my mother being torn apart by bears. Good day. Dude's got issues. You can go fuck yourself, too. Wow. <laughs> wow. Gotta hear both sides, I mean. 
I did. All right. Stephen Whitty of Newark Star Ledger. Most of this is just gross without being funny. Full of the go-to jokes. Fat people running. Old people talking dirty. That only dirty-minded kids would laugh at. This is a movie for dirty-minded kids. And then three more. Renee Rodriguez of Miami Herald. Is it time for Adam Sandler to stop appearing in his own movies? What other movies would he appear in? That's a great question. <laughs> Joe Newmeyer of the New York Daily News. It truly does take a village of idiots to get these films made. And then Michael Phillips of Chicago Tribune. Even with 87 and a half years to go, the 21st century may never see a stupider comedy than That's My Boy. <laughs> Amin, what is your first note? My first note, every Sandler movie has bad kid actors. Oh, you're right. Every single one. I mean, they're exceptionally bad. Beyond how most kid actors are bad anyway. They're exceptionally bad. Massachusetts, 1984. Young Donnie Berger is walking around in middle school, and he's got Van Halen tickets. Third row. Some homely kid says to take a girl because or he hears she has big nipples. I can't express, and this is maybe rude, how fuck ugly this kid is. I mean, this kid, this kid looks like Alfred E. Newman, right? Yes, he does. Oh, the kid with the cast? The Alf lunchbox? Yeah, yeah the Alf yeah. lunchbox, that kid. That dude kind of looks like the guy from... Young Frankenstein? <laughs> Igor? Igor? Igor. Right. Igor as a as a youth? He looks like Jay Baruchel as a youth. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's Jay Baruchel. Come on, I mean, don't be mean to Jay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, young Donnie says he's not into girls anymore, and the other friend says he's into guys too. Donnie says, no, I'm into women. You know, but what's funny is the kid that plays young Donnie, he looks like he grew up to become Pete Davidson. Oh, yeah, that's a good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We see his teacher, played by Susan Sarandon's daughter, walk down the hall. I knew they looked alike. She drinks out of the water fountain in slow motion. Do you guys call them bubblers? No. Call it a water fountain. I think it's a Midwest thing. You just called it a water fountain. I don't know why you thought of bubbler. Also, have you ever seen a woman drink water sexy? Probably. Because I haven't. In this movie, just now. They do yeah. it in the movies all the time. and it's a, it's a very common movie trait. I've never seen it like I've never like oh my god look at her drink water like in the wild yeah, yeah. it's just not real I'm gonna start looking maybe I've been paying attention lick your lips while you do it if I'm wearing a mask is that gonna lift the mask and then <laughs> lick your lips <laughs> the ugly kid covers his crotch with his Alf lunchbox Donnie asks her to a concert she says she's his teacher not his girlfriend Donnie says something about having a summer fling, hand jobs, no expectations. Don't go psycho on me right away. And he gets a month's detention. The ugly kid asks what a hand job is, and the gay kid says he doesn't know, but he thinks he wants one. Kids talk about sex is never funny humor to me. Does that ever get paid off? Because I didn't finish the movie. I, I had like 20 minutes left. Oh, spoiler so. alert. What? Okay. Wow. We don't even know if the friends are characters in the movie. I don't think they are. Kids talking about sex funny in super bad although they're not quite kids funny in good boys funny in book smart again they're, they're kind of on the older side nah, i don't think i don't think super bad in book smart count okay good boys for sure yeah that's it's funny then because in a weird way it retains some of the innocence of like they literally don't know what the hell they're talking about right as opposed to this is just like oh you know what be funny if a kid said the word hand job, which right, that, is right, a exactly. really, really, really creepy thought for a writer, a producer, a director, and other actors to all be supportive in saying, yeah, let's make this. Again, I think this podcast has proven 
on a shadow of a doubt that I'm not a prude. But like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> Welcome to Cinephobe, <laughs> podcast where Mino Hassan proves that he's not, not a prude. Yeah, <laughs> shadow of a doubt. All right. They're in detention. Donnie's in a lot of trouble. He says his dad's going to kick his ass. I kept waiting for us to see his dad. It was a weird choice to not show the dad. Dad was obs- obscured by a bailiff, I believe, in court. I think so, yeah. I thought that was going to pay off at some point. Like, it'd be like yeah. Hasselhoff or some shit. And it, no. It just never did. He's in a lot of trouble. Then the teacher starts flirting with him. He spits his gum into her hand. She chews it. She unbuttons her sweater. She said he was sweating like a jar of pickles in the hot sun in a basketball game. Grabs him, takes him to her office. He's super nervous, says he's made sex before. I'm a virgin. And then she rapes a child. And it turns out that young Igor has been there the whole time. Oh, yeah, that's right. Susan Sarandon Jr. Not bad. Oh, she's bad as hell, man. Yeah, I'm a fan. Have you seen Californication? No. Oh, she's in that? Yeah, she's in like the first season of that show with David Duchovny. That show with who? David Duchovny on Showtime. Zach... How do you pronounce the, the the name of the star of Californication and X-Files? David Duchovny? David Duchovny. May says, David Duchovny. Like you're from <laughs> fucking Mississippi or something. Seems like a weird... <laughs> David Duchovny? That's weird wrong. criticism. It's Duchovny. David Duchovny. Okay. I wasn't on the mean side before until you just tried to correct a mean there by saying Duchovny. Du- now I'm on the mean side. Duchovny. Do now we basically have a statutory rape montage yes my next note is i hate this ugly kid <laughs> i really hate that kid he's he's up there for kids in the cinephobe universe i hate the most it's still problem child kid number one but i hate this kid pretty this kid's up there oh no, no the he's kid up there with from, the primal kid the kid from x ballistic x versus severus yeah. <laughs> i want to punch him in the face <laughs> all right we're at a school assembly me? <laughs> First class president. We hear them having sex somewhere, keeps interrupting the speech. The custodian pulls the curtain open and they're fucking on the piano. She screams. Uh PE teacher gives him a thumbs up. Baron Davis is nodding in approval. Student body cheers for him as he walks to the stage. He raises his arms. They're chanting his name. Male teachers are chanting his name. And now we're at the teacher's trial in court. A lot of people think he's living the ultimate teenage boy's fantasy. She's pregnant, has no remorse. Honorable judge gentile reads her statement i would fuck that kid again and again he makes me feel like there's a rainbow coming out of my beaver my note was what are we what are we watching (laughs) (laughs) she gets 30 years in the women's penitentiary unborn child will be given to donnie's dad until he turns 18 then he gets custody uh, we get school headlines. He's on Us magazines. Become a star. Opening credits. He's on Arsenio. He's on Letterman. I don't get why he became a star. Right. That's also a weird decision. Uh, he keeps making the eating pussy signal with his fingers. He sells the TV movie rights for 100k. So he's settled, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's also 1989, and he's a kid, so I don't know. You think you could make 100k last from 1989 to 2012? No, I don't think I can make it last to. 612 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think 2021. Alan Thick and Ian Ziering are in the TV movie, highest rated TV movie of 1989. I'm wicked famous and I got a wicked big schlong. He's on the cover of Rolling Stone with the two Corys. He's blowing all his money. We get Donnie Burger present day and he's a drunk and I don't, was it a Camaro or something? I don't know what he was in. Piece of shit is what it was. 
with Rush on the hood. Yeah, Rush sucks, by the way. I'm so done with this Rush stuff. Again, like every Sandler movie. It's the same. It's the same shit. If you are Bill Simmons, this movie's for you. We find out he's got tax issues and Rex Ryan is his accountant. He could get three years in prison for not paying taxes since 1994. He needs to pay $43,000 by the end of the week. They'll suspend the sentence. And then we get a Rex Ryan loves Tom Brady thing. Topical. Oh, and and uh, Bill Belichick, bobblehead, yada, yada, yada. Ha. I wrote, the voice that Adam Sandler is using is awful. Sandler is doing a truly awful voice for this one. It caught me off guard, man. Maybe that's what these reviews are talking about. Maybe he's doing that to prove, like, fuck you guys. I can do whatever I want. I can be the Adam Sandler caricature. <sighs> Again, caricature of what? That's what he is in that. You guys act like he's fucking Lawrence Olivier in fucking normal movies. One, and then this one. one well, hold on. Who is acting like that? <laughs> Who is like, acting everyone, like Adam Sandler is a good actor? I'm just like this, this shock. Like, oh, my God, he's a caricature of himself. Like himself is a caricature. He doesn't always do this voice. This is the annoying. He typical, always does no, an annoying if, voice. I, what are you talking about? This one was extra annoying. I mean, no, this one so? was like he leaned the fuck into it. Wait, more than Waterboy? More than Little Nicky? Waterboy was 14 years before this movie. More than Zohan? Every movie where he just doesn't play like a dad in a family, then he's going to have a, a stupid ass fucking voice in it. Rex has a tip on a fat guy to win the marathon 8,001 odds. He's going to put 20 on the fat fuck. This is the same plot as Uncut Gems. <laughs> Rex suggests asking his kid for money. By the way, Uncut Gems, he has an annoying voice in that too. It's not the Sandler voice. I think you're missing the point of this. Not that he does a voice. It's that he's doing the Sandler voice. And he's leaning the fucking deep it. gravel. And he's like trying to do a Boston accent. I'm not picking up what everyone's throwing down. That's clear. It's just white noise to a mean. <laughs> the whitest. He also doesn't want to listen to what it's actually being said. Right, that's the one he's doing. That's not what he does in every movie. Yes, he does. He hasn't done that since like Little Nicky. All right, we find out that he named his kid Han Solo Burger. Uh, Han Solo, I thought that was a pretty good name. Uh, that's the other sound of voice he does. <laughs> We're not going like this here. I think that's his way of like, I'm cool and I'm kind of like meta in this scene. We pan to the life of Andy and Leighton Easter that they have and on the cover of a Memorial Weekend wedding section for the Times. He's worried that somebody can find him because they're in the paper. Takes a Xanax, has an extra pair of underwear for emergencies. She says not to be so weird around her parents. Now Donnie's at a strip club. He's talking to the stripper on stage. That's the woman from Borat, right? Yeah, Lunell. 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 She's a very funny comedian. Her name is Sham Pale, and she works at Bacon and Legs, a 24-hour strip club slash omelet bar. He needs money. We see Nick Swartzen, and he screams to the stripper. Again. My face is your toilet. Again. Like, is he a, a, a delight to have around? Does he have a good plug on fucking cocaine? How? How does he get cast? Donnie yells. I mean, anyway, it doesn't take much to be in this crew. I mean. Even within that low standard, that low barrier of entry, I still am amazed that this guy keeps getting roles. I kind of want to get into this crew. Like, you want to be part of it? Yeah, but not now, though. Why not? Made you tripping. Netflix cut the ultimate goddamn green light check for him. This is the time. I guess so. Yeah, he's not slowing down anytime soon. That's true. Donnie yells at Nick Swartzen to show some respect. The stri- Let's see. 
What's happening? They're eating breakfast on stage? Yes, she's eating breakfast upside down while she's suspended from the pole, just spilling all over herself. Donnie sees Han Solo in the paper. He says he must have lost weight or something because that's my boy. Ah, ah, he said it! He said it! We get the stripper eating and drinking. I mean, you got to bring the energy up for the people, okay? I mean, like... They said it. We get the stripper eating and drinking upside down. Uh, And the paper says that he was orphaned at age nine in an explosion. He changed his name to Todd Peterson. Sierra works at the strip club. Yeah, But not as a stripper. No, as a waitress. Sierra is Champagne's daughter. (sighs) She's done. Colin Quinn says, now looking hot and ignoring doctor's orders, please welcome Amber. And the girl walks out in a halo neck brace. I thought that was funny. Colin Quinn, this is how he pays his bills. Not by being funny. Professional comedian Colin Quinn, not by being funny. Political comedian Colin Quinn, not by having, like, a show where he talks about shit. Just by being a fucking flunky character in every Adam Sandler movie. That's how he pays his bills. Congratulations. A strip club DJ in two scenes. Swordson yells, what the fuck happened to her? And then he calls her Robocop at one point. Sandberg and Meester pull up to his boss's home with her parents. Her dad is the dude from the Jamie Foxx show who was the uh, Jamie's manager at Jingles 2000. Yeah, that's the dude I mentioned earlier. You said, I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's the guy from the Waterboy, the Cajun coach who can't speak. This is the same house as Grown Ups 2, right? Is it? Isn't it? I think that was the trivia in Grown Ups 2. Isn't it? The background looked totally different, and I was wondering if they CGI'd the water out in Grown Ups 2. I don't care. The boss says that she, you can tell that she likes Todd for Todd, not like the last three whores he married. True story. All three whores. The boss is Tony Orlando, right? Yes. He says his staff are lucky to be in this country, so abuse the shit out of them. A lot of racism in these Sandler movies, if you notice. But, like, lazy racism. Not that good, old-fashioned, hard-scrabble racism that we're used to. Yeah, pull your up by your own bootstraps racism. Right, exactly. Sandberg is just being awkward. Leighton's brother is home. He's a Marine. Todd salutes him. Chad asks him if he's a soldier or even a Girl Scout. Since it's a no, tells him to take his his hand away from the forehead and shake his hand like the civilian he is. I didn't didn't get the whole, I didn't, I wasn't, the need for that character. Chad then privately threatens Todd. Donnie goes to the Randall Morgan show, and that's Aaron Andrews. That was the receptionist. Yeah. Wants to see Randall. She says no. He says Randall will be psyched to see an old friend. She says he's on vacation. Then Vanilla Ice walks in, and she says that Randall's waiting for him. I get it. She was lying to him. Ice gives Donnie the silent treatment because he says Donnie banged his mother. He didn't know. It's not like her name is Ice. Man, listen. Queen took 50%. Shook took the other 60%. I fucking owe money when that shit gets played, man. That was... The one, literally the one time in this entire movie that I laugh. <laughs> I fucking owe money on that shit. They're both broke. Maybe he should call Ice's mom. She'll give him money. Ice tackles him onto a glass table, but it's like this whole start of this whole I didn't spill my beer yeah. thing that starts happening. Stop collaborating. Listen. Randall walks out and it's Dan Patrick. He's going to do a show on 80s train wrecks and he might slip Donnie in after the Millie Vanilli dude. Could get him $400. He asked for more blush, like John Wayne Bobbitt, in his penis reunion show. Topical. Was that in 2012 that that was going down? No, I don't think it was in 2012. John Wayne Bobbitt humor. When was the last time that joke was mildly relevant? When did that happen? Like, 92? 93. Yeah, these movies are just how many references they can make to old shit. But it's references that if you are of that age, 
makes you long for the halcyon of fucking America. Like the right. It, like, oh shit, Dan Patrick, that's my old vanilla eyes. Remember we used to dance eyes like, oh shit, fucking Thorny Orlando, oh Rush is on the soundtrack. It's my favorite band. Like, that's what it is. It's all for people of that age range who grew up in that part of the country. Every bit of every one of these movies. And then throw in some piss shit barf cum jokes for like against twelve year olds. I don't know. Donnie pitches him on donning the teacher reunion from a woman's prison. Dan is checking out the makeup girl's ass, asks about his kid. Dan likes the idea of a show about his kid getting married. If he gets him and his kid to the prison this weekend, he'll give him $50,000 cash. Then we see Chad is difficult with Todd. Did he get better than me? Jamie, who's played by Leighton Meester, says Todd is great. That doesn't make any sense. I wrote great with humbles. I think I meant numbers. Yes. Yeah, yeah, with numbers, yeah. She gives him a multiplication problem. And he pretends to be a robot and says the answer. Jamie's mom says, are you sure you're not a Chinaman? (laughs) Cut to the Asian staff saying, white whore, and licking the plate. And they're very cartoonish in the way that they act. So, like, the the Asian staff. And so it's not like they can uh, right back at you. Like, they can one-up them. Yeah. It just makes them look worse. So the racism humor isn't like redeem. There's no redeeming part of it. When Andy Samberg says that it's inappropriate, is he acting? <laughs> That's a good question. He might just be like, what are we doing? It would be it would be a start if he did. Oh, <laughs> there he is. There's a bean. Now he showed up to the podcast. Donnie shows up and says, Jamie is even hotter than she was in the paper. He makes a Tani Katayan reference. Of course. Topical. <laughs> My next note is his character is this for two hours, huh? <laughs> I have a feeling there's probably like 30 to 40 minutes of extra footage that fills in the blanks. <laughs> sure. I'm, I, I have a shocking note that I could reveal now, but I'll reveal it some point later. I thought you already revealed it when you said there was a scene you laughed at. That was pretty shocking to me. Yeah, he gives her a giant book that says how to screw in the dark. She opens it. It's a flashlight and a screwdriver inside. He got it from Spencer's Gifts. What's up? Yeah, then it's a whole what's up thing. Again, something that was in 1998, right when Dan Patrick's Sports Center got 30 million viewers a night. (laughs) Right. You know, like it's it's all all kind of all on brand. Todd says that his old man friend uh, is Donnie. Donnie salutes Chad. Donnie hits on the old lady. Stacked pretty good. Todd is trying to come up with a story about when they met. Donnie says he saved his life because Todd dropped a burrito on the train tracks, leapt down, tried to retrieve it. I guess just clip the story. They ask him a bunch of questions or don't clip it. I don't give a fuck. It's not interesting. Not in the slightest. They're insisting he stays there. He says Jamie can be his breast friend. Breast with an R. Yeah. Everybody laughs. I smile. Old lady likes the book. You smiled? I smiled at like, because he kept saying, what an R. Like, you know, because I, I, I am a sucker for jokes where you beat the joke into the ground and explain it. So, All right. Now they're in the bedroom arguing. Todd says that Donnie's there for his money. Donnie says no. His mother is sick in prison. He pulls nunchucks and condoms and a natty light out of a garbage bag. Luggage. Oh, where'd you get that Louis Vuitton? Donnie can't believe Todd hates him. He never gave him shit. Todd says he never got anything. Donnie says that he gave him a snake. Yeah, but it died when he ate all those quaaludes. It's the first time a King Cobra laughed. I take pride in that, so fuck you. Quaaludes, another reference to a bygone era. Todd doesn't even know how to ride a bike. Donnie asks him about Mr. Mitty. He used to put an oven mitt on his hand and talk in a voice when Todd was sad. 
He doesn't remember that. He remembers driving his dad home from the beach when his dad was drunk, and Todd was just eight. He says, you look 14. You're such a huge fat fuck. Todd says he's diabetic because he was allowed to eat cake and lollipops for breakfast every day. He was 400 pounds when he was 12. Then Donnie asks Todd for some Axe body spray. This is the part where I fell asleep. You fell asleep? Right when the Axe body spray joke was happening is when I I lost consciousness. (laughs) Do you have any Axe body spray? No, Donnie. I don't have any Axe body spray because I'm not a fucking douchebag. Guests are arriving. Todd wants Donnie to put on a tie. He'll never sell out. He does it for $100. Ha, get it? Donnie's dressed like an asshole. He's got boots. He's got shorts. He's got a t-shirt. He's got a tie. He's got a white blazer. He's got a mini ponytail. He somehow looks worse than he did in the last scene. Todd's boss is introduced to Donnie, and he they do a was up thing. Everyone's doing it. Todd fucks it up. Spears' son is a pot-smoking bum. Now Donnie is talking to all these hot women about saving Todd's life. He's got a bottle opener on his belt. Will Forte and Rachel Dratch recognize Donnie. They ask him about his son. He says he became a dick. A private eye. A big, hairy private eye. Will starts to ask him a question. Donnie finishes it thinking he's asking him to bang his wife. He just wanted an autograph. On her tits? Piece of paper would be fine. He snuck another, that's my boy in there. He said it. <laughs> he said it. He said it. Everybody telling him they wish they could have banged their teachers. Donnie can also do the number computing in his head. Todd's mother was a math teacher, after all. Granny says the headmaster used to slap their hands with his dick. Funny, because, you know why? Because, like, she's like a grandma. Because she's old. Yeah. If you have an old lady say shit, it's just automatically funny. And if it's dirty, then it's even funnier. Yeah. Will Forte gives up being the best man to Donnie. Todd says he doesn't have to do that. Will says he was surprised when he was asked to be the best man. It actually made him feel sorry for him because they barely know each other. They just work together. You've got like a, a twinge of like kind of amusement in your voice. Me? Like that was, a, yeah. You sound like, oh. I like Will Forte. So I, I like his delivery on shit. I like Will Forte. I will not apologize for that. Will Forte would play a character who would accept being a best man for a person he doesn't know also. Also, I laugh because my next note I know is exactly what it mean hates. The boss has Fenway Park built into his backyard. There is literally no reason for this. There is a reason. It's so Adam Sandler can... Hit line drives to yeah. a bunch of random people. If we just, like, before every movie, do you think Adam Sandler would take half the movie ticket price for his movies if you bought a ticket and then re- they record you saying, I bet Adam Sandler is good at sports. He looks like he is. Because it feels like he just wants to work sports into every fucking thing he does to show that he, like, yes. plays ball and all this shit. Exactly. He wants to show that he plays ball like he's not like these other Hollywood fucks that I've never been near a basketball court or whatever. And also part of it is so that he can have people from the sports world that he silently beats off to be in his movies. Shaq, Baron Davis, Dan Patrick, Rex Ryan. Like, that. that's why. Donnie says, lose the ties. Let's go hit some dingers. And Todd is worried about sports. Has his glove on the wrong hand. Uh, Chad fixes it for him. Everybody can catch. Even Grandma makes a diving play. The two-year-old picks one. A woman catches it in her cleavage. The dad catches one in his beer. Donnie finally hits one to Todd, and it hits him right in the throat. Everybody wants to throw it in. He refuses. The toddler does it. Todd flips the toddler off. The toddler is basically Mike Trout, and his fiance calls Andy Samberg a big vagina. A stripper calls Donnie when he's in the jacuzzi with a bunch of women. He gets out to talk. Shampoo. And he's got a hard on. All right, so... He's in there with the five bridesmaids, two of the bridesmaids, the one that caught it with her cleavage, and another one, Dana Goodman and Julia Woloff. 
were the comedy duo that accused Louis C.K. in November 2017 of sexual misconduct in 2002. Okay. While I do not support sexual misconduct in any shape, form, or fashion. Don't, don't Don't use a button there. Don't use a however. Um, no, I'm not using a butter or however. I said, while I do not condone sexual harassment in any shape, form, or fashion, mm-hmm. it makes total sense that these comedically challenged hacks would be in this movie. Yeah. I said it. Oof. I mean, I don't know enough about them as comedians to know whether or not they're... They're in this movie. That's all I need to know. I mean, Chris Rock's in a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Dare I say it? In the words of Dave Chappelle, maybe your comedic dreams are never real to begin with. They appear in a scene where Adam Sandler stands up and we see his large boner through his boxers, a Ron Burgundy boner, and everyone is in awe. Must have been traumatic for them. Bill wants an update on the money and the show. I, li- I like when Zach gets uncomfortable. Like he's just- I just think that this is a dumb, unnecessary road to go down. I'm here for it. I think you should be here for the rest of the podcast, not that part of the podcast. I've got a problem. <laughs> I've got a problem with pussy. Yeah. Nick Swartzen is in the the locker room of the strip club stealing money from the strippers. Champagne Exposition was just there to remind us of the plot of the movie. Jamie and Todd are fighting about the cake. He already fucked up her flower. She's being very harsh and he's being kind of a pussy. Donnie comes in while he's showering to talk. Donnie suggests he goes down on her to ease the tension. If I kiss their pussies, they kind of go, ah, you're right. You're a good guy. Todd is wearing a bathing suit in the shower. He's got a massive new kids on the block tattoo on his back. And Donnie is laughing his ass off because the heads are all warped because he was in the third grade when he got it. Andy is a never nude. He is a never nude. Donnie has a tattoo of tattoo from Fantasy Island. We get this exchange. I thought that was funny. Well, it's not. And I wrote the theme of this movie. Shout out to Hervé Vilches. Did you guys ever see that HBO movie about him? My Dinner with Hervé. Oh my God, what a great what a great movie. Is it? You should uh, watch yeah. that. Isn't it? It's- <laughs> we don't get to watch good movies. Oh, oh that's right, yeah. Todd is uh, being tickled by his dad. Donnie's dick is hard for some reason. The dick is back. I'm glad I slept through all of this. Chad walks in on them. Chad wants the winner. He was all-state wrestler. He takes his clothes off. He talks to his dick about not liking Todd. He smacks himself in the junk to get the blood flowing. To puff that fucker up. Chad is talking to him about fucking his sister. Donnie knocks him out with a bottle. Low-key, Milo is acting his ass off. He kind of is. It's a bad character, but he does it well. It's a bad character, and it's pretty transparent what they're doing with it. Yeah. But he's acting his ass off. Todd tells Jamie that Chad fell asleep drinking, and she's in her wedding dress because it's a $12,000 wedding dress. She said that Donnie is trailer trash, but she's sad about his son running off. You look hot in a $12 Wang Chung dress. Yep, I just woke up at this part. Okay. Welcome back. Thanks. Some comment about blowjobs, and he and he says, we don't do those. That was funny to me. Yeah, there's a lot of exposition in this scene. The forward in the book says that he misses his son who ran off. He took three Xanax, and he's horny. She doesn't want to have sex with her family in the house. You ever had sex with a lady's family in the house? Yeah, of course. Yes. You and me? Quietly? or That's up to her. <laughs> Did you read her the 50 states? <laughs> I showed her the 50 states. Showed her the 50 states. My bad. Better over barrel and show to the 50 states. Yeah. I mean, I guess it was quite enough. No one's... Lack of barrels at my in-law's house. No, no one said anything. I mean, have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Doing it right now. 
Donnie is going to jack off. He's got no options but the grandma's picture. And I wrote, this scene goes on for a while. A while. A while. What have you done to me? He's doing it to then present day grandma's picture. Next day, she walks into Donnie's room. She's cleaning up the cum tissues. They're everywhere. Todd walks in to clean them up. They're sticking to his hands. Oh, there's so much tissue. Oh, goodness. Oh, the poor thing. Oh, I'm an old lady. If he's sick, maybe he shouldn't masturbate so much. Oh, that's the big reveal at the end of this bit. My next note is this movie isn't even halfway over. My next note is post-nasal dick. I, I, I was good improvisation. We, we get a living Levita Loca reference when they talk about banging her. She bangs. Yeah, she bangs. She wasn't Levita Loca. Fun story. You guys remember William Hung? Yes. Yes, she bangs. I was at a high school graduation party that one of the students threw at like a club or whatever, and friggin' William Hung showed up. And saying she banks. They paid for that? They paid William Hung. Woo! Wait, did he perform the song and just, like, take his money and then leave? I think so, yeah. He didn't stick around? That's a big-time move. He did not stick around. It was it was 17- and 18-year-old kids. Oh, I would have thought that even so, William would have hung. James Conn is a priest, and I wrote, does he have an Uncle Frank Irish accent? Sure does. That is exactly what he's doing. He's actually playing... The real priest from Lawnmower Man. <laughs> and the priest in Lawnmower Man dropped the accent. He's supposed to be in this movie. So we get this whole exchange about Todd's dad being dead and him disrespecting him. And the priest says that his dad beat him every day with a rake, but he's not bad mouthing his dad in the house of the Lord. Todd finally decides to stand up for himself, much to Donnie's delight. Strange Why? Timing. Well, because Donnie was telling him to do it. Why? Yeah, to his fiance. <laughs> You were probably asleep, yeah. He says he can't focus on what the priest is saying because of his shit breath. Priest takes him out to the garden, punches him. Chad loves it. Khan catches Todd's fist and bites him. He's destroying Todd. Todd finally gets a shot in, and we get a, that's my boy. He said it. He said it. The third time. Donnie's coaching him up. Khan is speaking in tongues. Todd refuses to run, goes into a crane kick form, and then Donnie knocks him out with a beer bottle. Chad recognizes the bottle noise, but doesn't know why. I like that. Yeah, the layers of this comedy are pretty good. Yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah, I didn't pick that up either. JV's family's pissed at Todd. Donnie says to be proud of himself. Todd storms off. Donnie goes to smooth it out. Churches freak Todd out because of his dad's funeral. Something about a squirrel taking his dad's ball sack out of the coffin or something this reminded me of like the homeless version of the ben stiller lies from heartbreak kid not homeless not homeless it's way worse than homeless near death (laughs) on life support version now jamie has newfound care and love for todd because she had no idea donnie says he doesn't want the priest tied to everything they're gonna find a new priest in a new church then donnie says use the boss's property now it's time for the bachelorette party bus. It's there. Jamie yells, don't get too crazy. Know your limits. At one point, Will Forte said that he was in Rageaholics Anonymous. Yeah. Donnie is excited, but they're going to a men's spa. Donnie thinks the cucumber water is going to be alcohol. He's being quite crass. I read about this place in Oprah's magazine. I don't know if she writes the articles herself, but there's some real good stuff in it. They're getting massages. Donnie has a $5 bill tucked into his towel. She starts describing a VIP package, and he's saying he just wants a hand job. Everybody's in the room. Tickle my pickle, yank my crank, ho, joe to go. And he's being massaged by his 
real life wife jackie sandler is that who that is who made her film debut in you guessed it deuce bigelow male gigolo who was she in that no we didn't see that one no idea i haven't seen it zach <laughs> oh i thought you meant the european Deuce. oh no the original deuce oh gotcha so rob schneider found her for deuce bigelow and then adam sandler married her well son of a bitch how about that they're getting pampered. Donnie's freaking out. He wants a real party. He says, we should all be getting whacked off, each of us, as a team. Now, he's going to take over the night, and then he goes to fuck Anna Gasteyer, who's the head spa person. All right, you know what? You are an imbecilic, immature, asinine, childish, caveman-like, hairy-knuckled, single-chromosomal, obnoxious, uneducated, ignorant asshole who I would like to fuck hard and long! Now they're in a strip club. Chad's flirting with Donnie's friend. Stripper montage is there. Nick Swartzen is there. Forte has only seen three vaginas in his life, and the third one was traumatic. Guys, let me get in here and introduce myself. Hello, I'm Phil. I'm married with four children, and I've actually only seen three vaginas in my entire life. My wife's, my babies, and my aunt's once by accident on the back of a tandem bike. Jim Phil shows her vagina. He says, I'm counting that as the fourth and the fifth. <laughs> Ciara's talking to Todd. He's nervous. She knows the real him. They're flirting a bit. Montage, montage, montage. Todd and Donnie are having fun together, guys. Chad knocks out Nick Swartz, and I wrote, Amin just found his golden dumpster. No, I didn't. He was probably asleep for this. No, I was awake. The whole, the montage. Oh, I thought you'd just like to see Nick Swartz and get knocked out. No, no, it I wasn't because the Marine guy really irritated me too. And I was kind of, again, Sierra dances at last, and it's like a stupid ass fucking Kumo D Wild Wild West. Why was Sierra in this movie? I don't know. Why were any of them in this movie? Why were any of them in this movie, Maze? Money? How is he going to spend that $70 million budget? That's how you know. Night is over. Donnie sends everybody home, wants alone time with Todd. Todd's worried about Jamie getting mad at him. Donnie got him a gift. It's an earring his mom gave Donnie. Todd says he doesn't have a pierced ear. Todd lets Donnie pierce it for him. There's blood everywhere. He says he feels dangerous. Will Forte is getting blown by the neck brace stripper. I shouldn't be doing this. No, don't stop. Donnie mentions Uncle Vanny, wants him to get back together with the old gang now. So that's where they're going. Uncle Vanny is, you guessed it, Vanilla Ice. Not just a cameo. Todd just found out who that he was Vanilla Ice this whole time. Thought he was just Uncle Vanny. Thought they were just friends. Then we get a Todd Bridges cameo for some reason. Just because. And they say, what are you talking about, Willis? You know, he definitely needs the money. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> that one you're okay I, with? Yeah, I'm like, all right. Talk, I mean, Vanilla Ice it. does too, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Two Americas become one America. There, look at you, siding with both. Now they're wasted on the ice rink. They're messing with people. They're bowling themselves at the pins. Decides to teach uh, Todd how to ride a bike. Todd's too scared. Explains why he rubs his underwear when he's nervous. Uh, they make some progress. Now he's riding the bike. It runs into a car. It's naked, fat people fucking in the car. They chase after him. I didn't really get that. Yeah, yeah, fat couple fucking naked for no reason. That's that's what you didn't get, huh? They get back, and Donnie says he loves him and wants to be called dad. Todd says he isn't ready for that. And I wrote, I bet we'll get a full circle moment at some point. Future callback. Did we? Yeah, he calls him dad at some point, right? A couple times. Speaking of future callbacks, there's a nugget pocket. Where they stuff chicken nuggets in his pocket. They have a moment. Todd asks what time to go in the prison tomorrow. Donnie says it was canceled. She just had chicken pox. Vanilla ice peas all over himself, laying down. I'm a fountain. I'm a fountain. As Donnie goes to jacket to the grandma picture, she walks in, says to try the real thing. She takes off her robe. She's got an old timey bathing suit on. Says, I'm going to ride you like the Model T. I give this movie 
a grade of a T. Todd starts trying to fuck the mannequin that has the wedding dress on because he thought it was Jamie. Be nice to me. He wakes up to Jamie screaming. He puked all over her dress. There's a substance on there that she just decides to lick for some reason because she can't tell what it is and turns out it's jizz. You puked on my dress and then fucked it. Yeah, because, you know, whenever I have ascertained that something has vomit on it and another mysterious substance, of course, my curiosity forces me to just put my tongue on it. That makes me think of uh, <laughs> the, Ch- the Chappelle joke. Now let me leave my calling card. <laughs> vanilla ice comes in with a gun uh he's also gonna go fuck the grandma donnie's proud he's wearing her shorts by the way donnie is talking to everybody about fucking his teacher todd calls him dry cleaner's gonna fix the dress he left donnie a best man gift on the dresser but he's also on his way to the prison to see mom and donnie is rushing after him tries to get him out of the prison before the camera crew comes then we get a slow-mo walk from susan sarandon the real one stops at the water fountain still a water fountain she recognizes the earring now they're flirting heavily with each other and it's uncomfortable in front of todd and that's when dan patrick and the camera crew walk up Mm. todd's pissed donnie's trying to fix it todd storms out he gets tased he shits his pants on camera another that's my boy he said it he says i hate you dad and storms out Donnie doesn't get paid unless that release form is signed. Because he just made him throw away his security underwear, which is about a traumatic story about him shitting his pants, and then he shit his pants again. Yeah, it's a callback. Did you have security underwear? Nice. When you shit yourself in high school, you're coming back from basketball practice. Do you remember? You rub your underwear every time you got a little stressed. Maze? Did any family members convince you that that's ridiculous and you could just throw it away? Maze? What do you think I'm doing right now? Jerking off. Nick Swardson brings him back on a scooter. He's packing up his stuff. He sees the gift from Todd, but before he can open it, he hears Jamie talking to a mysterious person on the phone. She's clearly cheating on him. Someone named Steve. Then the boss jokes about picking Will Forte as the new partner at the party, but it's actually he's picking Todd. Todd's the partner. Donnie shows up and tells Todd that Jamie is cheating on him. He calls her a snake in the grass, lets her know about the phone call. DeMarcus Cousins. Turns out the phone call was Steve Goldstein, the wedding reporter from the Boston newspaper. Donnie, you fool! Donnie leaves disgrace. Chad leaves with Jamie. Bride and groom need to be apart for the night before the wedding. Nick Swartzen and Donnie are drinking together, tells Donnie to win over Jamie to get another chance with Todd. All women love ice cream. Yep, and he shows up to the hotel with ice cream. Uh, He walks up to the door, and you can hear her getting banged out. You hear, you're half the size of Todd, but you use it so much better. Strange. Goes to the room next to hers, walks out on the ledge with the ice cream for some reason, drinks it from a beer bottle in his sock. Yeah, there's a running gag that he's always got Budweiser's stashed all over the place. Secret beers. There's a Natty Ice. There's a Rolling Rocks, all that shit. Him pulling it out of his loose sock reminded me of John Travolta's knife and I Am Wrath. (laughs) He comes through the window, and she's riding... Her brother. My next notes are, what the fuck? Why this twist? Why this turn? Is this funny? Is incest funny? I don't think Charlie Sheen would understand what's going on here. Topical. Very topical. Tiger blood. Winning. All that shit. I mean, have you (laughs) you stopped watching at this point? Okay, so this is the note where I haven't seen anything after this. Also, going to throw this out there. Didn't take a single note post- Vanilla Ice saying, 
fifty percent went to Queen and sixty percent went to Suge Knight. Yeah, I can tell. That's the last <laughs> note I took. Jamie tries to explain that she has sex with Chad from time to time because good-looking people have sex with good-looking people. This just so happens to be her little brother. Donnie pukes. Chad says this was going to be the last time. He would never fuck a married woman because he's got morals. Chad, adultery is bad. But incest is fucked up! Please don't let him tell mommy about her secret tickle time. And I wrote, mm. there are 20 minutes left? Yeah, yeah, this was definitely a look at the clock moment. Yeah, it turns out he's a fake Marine. He buys uniforms to trick dad from knowing that he's a modern jazz dancer. Do you know what the the technical term is for people like him? No. Stolen valor. Ooh. Turns out the military people get very upset at stolen valor. Yeah. I really want to say Stolen Valor Future Cinephobe. Is that a movie? I don't know. It sounds like a fucking movie we would do. <laughs> sounds like a Nick Cage movie, if I'm being honest. She also fucked the boss to get Todd his partnership. She offers Donnie money to cover it up. Shames him and not wanting to take away Todd's happiness. Now it's time for the wedding day. Todd is looking off into the ocean. Donnie calls Rex Ryan, says he's got the money. Jamie gave him 50K. Rex says, we've all been there. Donnie looks at the gift, and it's uh, from Todd, and it was the oven mitt with eyes. So this doesn't make any sense. Mr. Mitty? He didn't remember it, and it looks old as shit. Well, he was lying that he didn't remember it. He didn't want to give his dad anything. There are layers to this character. He's had this this whole time? Probably. All right. Khan, the priest, apologizes to Donnie, wants to be a part of everything. The film priest is playing Angry Birds, and I wrote, callback. Father Shikalu. All right, from uh, Grandma's Boy. Todd tells the priest Chad hit him with the bottle. Donnie and Ice get into the 5.0, and they're driving to the wedding. Driving and wedding montage. Chad is being weird with Todd. Jamie walks down the aisle. She tells Todd to fix his tie. Car gets stuck, and they're running the rest of the way. And that's when Donnie interrupts the wedding. He's wheezing too hard from running, so he can't really speak. Objects to the marriage, but they're past that part. He calls Jamie a whore, and the dad's coming after him. That's when the grandma trips him and says, let him speak his peace. Donnie attempts to describe the way that love feels in one of the most terrible monologues I've ever heard. I can't believe you're doing this. Listen to me, buddy. You don't love this girl. I'm telling you, I had love. It's different. It's a different feeling. Love is like, it just leads you to a sp- special connection. It's, it's full of like feelings of, of awesomeness and, 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 and the feelings you, 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 that wrap around you. It's, 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 it's deep in your stomach. It's in your head. It's in your fucking nutsack. It's in your dick. When it gets hard, there's still love at the tip. And it fucking sprinkles out. Like morning too, shooting all over the grass. Calls him son and everybody is amazed. Jamie says to tell him the truth, she'll forgive him. That's what love is about. He says he was embarrassed by being a product of a teacher-student relationship. Jamie and Chad both say that's disgusting and that's when Donnie says, are you fucking kidding me right now? Chad screams she can still cancel the check. Todd asks what check. Donnie mentions 50 grand. He tears up the check and Donnie tells her to tell him or he'll tell everybody there. Leighton Easter is kind of acting her ass off in the scene, by the way. Um, okay, sure. Yeah. No? I don't know. Facial expressions are great. No, she's killing it. She whispers something. He says that's not that bad. Donnie calls her a liar. Donnie asks what it is. She whispers again. And then Todd just keeps repeating what over and over and then screams, you fuck your brother? Ugh. Cut to Father Shikalu. Fucking white people. Chad says, Mom, she started it. And then Jamie says, it will be even better now because they're both messes. The w- relationship can still work. 
Todd says, let's not do this. Says his name is Han Solo. He's a burger like his father. Says he has a new kid's on the block tattoo and he quits his job and he did the Kessel run in 12 parsecs. Yeah. You missed that reference. I mean, could have saved the whole movie for you. It's a shame. Yeah. Jamie runs at them with a knife. Donnie knocks her out with a beer bottle. And then vanilla ice says word to your mother, brother fucker. And I wrote that one line has to be the starting point for creating this movie. Mm. That was the original title. I think that's, that is the original title. Han Solo knocks out Chad with a bottle. He gets back up and the priest knocks him out. Uh, says, let's get out of here, dad. And then a big was up chain happens. What's up? Now they're at the strip club. They're eating cake. Han and CR are going to be together now. Swartzen is still there. Todd Bridges is doing a shitload of cocaine. Yeah, he's doing a lot of cocaine. Donnie won't accept the money. Then Rex Ryan runs in and says the fat guy's about to win the marathon. They turn on the TV. He falls down. He chugs chocolate milk. He wins. Donnie has now won $160,000. Free shot and roll credits. This is how he wins Uncut Gems. Ah. Peter Donde is also in the crowd. And then there's a liquor store guy that has like a shotgun that he like shoots and he like falls on and then he's like part of the crew yeah he's just part yeah. of the crew the rest by of the way. end of the movie yeah i thought yeah. that was the most ridiculous part the montage part where like they go to bowling and then like they dive down the bowling lanes he opens fire at a diner yeah and the diner while they're pissing and and the diner people are watching them piss and and he's laughing maniacally and by the way Adam Sandler saws and spilled his beer. And uh, this isn't a movie. This is just a fever dream. <laughs> when Andy Samberg got married in real life, he invited Adam Sandler to the wedding, and Sandler showed up as his character in this movie, outfit and all. That's funny, right? I mean, that's my boy. Yeah, you talk like this the whole time. <laughs> the film was originally rated NC 17 by the MPAA due to its explicit sexual content, making the film's Adam Sandler's only attempt at an NC-17 rated film. Uh, the film was later re-rated to R on appeal. So do you think they, like, took something out? Cause, like, I'm sure they took a lot out. That, was that an NC-17 movie just because of the opening scene? It's got to be the opening scene plus the incest. Okay. Like, is that really on par with Showgirls? No. I mean, Showgirls was just because of the nudity. They just, I think at the time, they were just a right. little taken aback by the nudity. And I think Showgirls wanted to be NC-17. Because a lot of movies, by the way, will be rated something. And then the movie, the filmmakers will edit it and send it back for review and make appeals and stuff like that. So I think Showgirls, they could have fought and, not, and been a rated R movie, honestly. God. Can you imagine being a part of the MPAA and you have to watch this movie twice just to re-rate it? I don't think you watch it the second time. You say, yeah, yeah, I got <laughs> you. just say, fine, you did it, R. Um, Adam Sandler, Tim Harley, Robert Smigel, David Wayne, and Ken Marino all did uncredited rewrites of the script. What was the original version like? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> well, the screenplay for this film was featured in the 2009 Blacklist, which is a list of the most liked unmade scripts of the year. And then everybody had a crack at it so who knows i have a feeling adam sandler added the mini fenway oh his rewrites were just like what 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 uh, what if we uh have rex ryan in here and uh <laughs> you know uh maybe a tom brady poster on the wall adam sandler is 12 years older than andy sandberg one of the rare adam sandler movies not to make back its budget peter dante and father shikalu are the same characters from grandma's boy 
the Graham Osboys cinematic universe. Yeah. This movie's a part of that. Future cinephobe. Todd was born while his mother was serving a jail sentence for statutory rape. Leighton Meester, who plays Todd's bride, Jamie, was born while her mother was serving a jail sentence for drug smuggling. Oh, I thought you were going to say statutory rape, and I was like, whoa! <laughs> now it means in on the movie. <laughs> yeah. And this movie won Razzies for Worst Actor, Adam Sandler, and Worst Screenplay. Was nominated for Worst Picture, Worst Supporting Actor, Swartzen and Vanilla Ice, Worst Screen Couple, Adam Sandler, and any of the three people in the movie, and Worst Screen Ensemble, the entire cast. Vanilla Ice wasn't that bad. He was pretty good. He was all right. Yeah. I actually thought Andy Samberg was not that bad in this movie. I mean, he has the really unenviable task of being the straight man in this piece of shit. Right. But his little asides and, like, he, you know, he actually seemed like... <laughs> Like a real person? <laughs> this episode flies by when a mean completely checks out. Yeah, it really does. It just yeah. happened earlier than normal. <laughs> Sandler Wars have been rough on a mean. Golden Dumpster. This was a tough, tough field here. Eva Murray is the hot problematic teacher. I mean, she's smoking hot, and I guess she justified the premise. Tony Orlando is Steve Spiro, the rich boss. He was really going for it. I really liked when Andy Samberg made a face of just real sadness after blowing the first was up. He's like, what's up? And then he's like, oh, I feel shame. Vanilla Ice as himself. Milo Ventimiglia as Chad, the brother of the bride, acting his ass off. There's a Anna Gasteyer rant that ends with saying she wants to fuck Adam Sandler. Will Forte's performance is Phil and the liquor store owner that randomly opened fire, shotgun fire at a diner and then becomes part of the crew. I mean, my golden ups is going to Vanilla Ice and Todd Bridges doing whatever it takes to make ends meet. <laughs> nice. I'm going to go with Will Forte. He had a good couple scenes in the middle there during the bachelor party montage that made me laugh. It's it's tough. It's hard to think of the thing that was most aggressively bad about this movie. Yeah. Uh, can I just say incest? Yeah, that's a good one. Sure. Yeah. You've just really been hitting the topical golden dumpsters, which I appreciate. Yeah, you're welcome. Racism, <laughs> incest, really coming out as the moral center of cinephobia. Yeah, man, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to bring this pot up. Are you? You picked it, motherfucker. <laughs> Is it? Are you? <laughs> Aren't I? Aren't <laughs> All right, so uh, Fobra File, I've got to go first, right? Because yep. I picked it. I mean, it's a Fobra. <laughs> it's like, it's... Okay. Oh, I mean, oh, it's, <laughs> it's really bad. There's not a... Rede- there's no redeeming... It's too long. Like, the fact that this movie is two hours is fucking nuts. I'll tell you what's nuts. Grumpsuit was bad. Deuce Bigelow 2 was bad. Yeah. But somehow... They are Schindler's fucking list compared to this movie. It's crazy how we started the rental wars. We started this war, and my picks just keep getting more painful. It's weird how that's happening. This one, no. This is the first one since After Earth where I was just like, you know what? <laughs> Maybe I got it. What do they call it? You never get into a land war with... Uh, you never get into a land war in Asia? Yeah. This is, maybe this is a land war in Asia. Maze, Fulper File. You gonna sweep it? I think this was the best of the movies that we did in the Rental Wars. What? This was the best? Are you 
out of your fucking mind. RIPD, Grown Ups 2, Deuce Bigelow, Jason X. I think it's the best one of those. I'll watch any one of those movies again. But it's 37% longer than Deuce Bigelow, European yeah. Gigolo, and it's it is tough, a foe. Man. Yeah, sweep it. <laughs> Never getting no man. Just, are the spreadsheet is just turning into is gushing blood. Just yeah, yeah, it started into the shining. Yeah. Like just the, the hallway. The reds is just. <laughs> yeah, man. Like if you hadn't filed Jason X, by the way, if you're not a Patreon, you should check that out. Be a Patreon and then check it out, I should say. Yeah, patreon.com slash count the dings. You get a special episode that will not be released. Special Halloween episode will not be released on this on this feed. It would have been three straight sweeps and four out of the last five movies. Yeah, we're, I mean we're really in it. We're really. Oh, we're, in oh. It. I mean, it's gonna get worse. If you want it to get worse, it will get worse. I, I mean, I got it, man. I got, uh, I got a list. I actually had someone tweet me a suggestion. I was like, take that off because that's one of the suggestions. <laughs> All right, then, Maze, it's your chance to to play the the fucking golden child here. All right, a couple things. So, I watched Gemini Man. You've already done that. No, I know. Should I supply a rating? Oh, yeah, if you got one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, what you got? So, you guys both phobed it. It doesn't seem that bad That was a year ago. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the shit we've been through since then, it's nowhere near, like, it doesn't deserve to be a a negative sweep. So I think I'm going to file Gemini Man belatedly here. Didn't love it, but wait, are you judging just based on what's happened since? Well, how am I supposed to? How am I supposed to You're go back to the, in, yeah. the me before all of this pain? That's fair. That is fair. You know, it is late, and I could just leave it the way it is. But I will file it. No, I like having that buttoned up. And then uh, eventually, someday I'll watch. You know, Kangaroo Jack, Good Day USA. But that will not be soon this movie makes that look like the fucking lion king like that was a good movie that was a good movie (laughs) (laughs) we both bumped it it didn't make much sense but you know what yeah didn't waste our time next time we make love you introduce me to jade have been long the sandler wars the sandal wars have been very trying i'm going to bring the rental wars to a decisive end here with the movie that is available to watch on hbo max you know the one thing that i must say with these picks that you guys have been making you guys are kind of pussies so we're gonna do cats oh no nice Wow. Wow. Honestly, Maze, that was a pick that I wanted to make. But <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm gonna save this on the absolute like when we're when when we're when I'm ready to burn this whole thing down. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I've been waiting to do cats since it came out, man. You guys, these are train picks. R.I.P.D. and cats are train picks when we can't escape except for jumping off a train. 
At Giant Eagle, you may have spotted the stacker. With uncanny MyPerks ability, she stacks up the perks to choose either dollars off or up to 20% off her entire grocery bill. The stacker, stacking up huge savings with MyPerks. Find your MyPersonality and transform your shopping into free gas and groceries. Full details at GiantEagle.com slash MyPerks. Perks cannot be earned or redeemed on select items. Restrictions apply. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.